What's going on, everybody? This is Heath, and I'm here with Steven, and this is Tillman's Corner Sports Talk. We got a great episode lined out for you. We had a great Super Bowl weekend, but Steven, today is Valentine's Day, so I want to say happy Valentine's to my wife, Courtney. Yeah, I'll say uh, happy Valentine's to my wife, Kristen. We don't really celebrate Valentine's Day. Uh, it's a Hallmark holiday. Somebody made it yeah. up to make money. Look, I was in, um, I had to get butter from Winn-Dixie yesterday on the way from work. Mm. The amount of guys in there walking around with flowers, balloons, chocolates. I was like, sucker, sucker, sucker. Because I don't need a day That's right. to tell me when to appreciate my wife. I just appreciate her on my own. That's right. I, I did a little something. Stopped by the gas station, got her a, <laughs> a Polar Pop Icy <laughs> in a bag of Funyuns. So, got to treat them right. Got to treat them right. But we're going on vacation, so that's our val- my Valentine's Day well, there gift. You go. There you go. That's better than right. me, making me look bad. <laughs> but, it was like I said, it was a great Super Bowl weekend. A lot of fun. But we're going to start with a hot topic. Kind of broke today. The Ravens hired Todd Munkin, that's right, Todd Munkin, to be their OC. He's leaving Georgia. He just was a offense coordinator the last two years at Georgia. One natties. He's leaving. Steven, what do you think about the hire? Uh, I, mean, I think it's a good hire. I should have reached out to Monk um, just to see, get his thoughts on it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what was he, two past two years, I believe? I think at, it was more than two years. But I think he, he was at Georgia. Yeah. I don't know. I know he's the last two years they won the national championship. Yeah, um, and he had the kind of – he had – it was ground and pound, but he also could spread it out, um, utilized his tight ends very well. I mean, I think it's – especially for what the Ravens want to do, I think it's a really good hire. I think he'll do well there. I think he will do well. He'll do really well because you can see how he used Brock Bowers, getting him the ball. They got Mark Andrews, good fit. Yeah, I'm curious to see what he'll do with Lamar Jackson if he'll implement, you know, some of some of the run game. He kind he honestly he ran Stetson Bennett a little bit. He had a couple QB runs, but that's good. But also Georgia, I mean, it didn't take them no time. This is they had to have this already on the table. Yeah, they hired Mike Bobo as their OC. He was he's been there previously with under Mark Rick. Steve, what do you think about this hire? Uh, Is Bobo a good name for it? I mean, I think it's a step down yeah. from Munkin. Um, Is it better than Tommy Reese? I mean, yeah, I think it's a better hire than Tommy Reese because he has <laughs> way more experience. Uh, like you said, with Mark Rick for a long time, uh, kind of moved around. I think he, he left Mark Rick to be the coach for Colorado. Colorado State. Colorado State. Um, he was Auburn's OC in 2021. They weren't crazy about him. Oh. Yeah, how pathetic does Auburn have to feel under Brian Harson to have Mike Bubbo as your OC and Kevin Steele as your DC, one's at Alabama, one's at Georgia, and you still were not very good. Yeah, uh, and, and I was looking up just trying to get Georgia fans' feelings on this. Some were happy. Some were like, um, why are we getting this guy? We hate him. And so it's mixed reaction. I think yeah. definitely better than the Tommy Reese hire, but definitely a step down from Monkin. But I think Kirby wanted somebody because Bobo was there last year as an analyst. Yeah. Um, so I think he wanted someone maybe that already familiar, players already knew. It could just literally just keep on flowing. Yeah, it's funny you said that because the number one quarterback in the nation next year, he's I think he's leaning towards Georgia. And somebody asked him, Will Todd Munkin leave and affect your decision? And he, and this was weeks ago, he said, 
No, I've already talked to the coaching staff. I've already talked to Kirby Smart in the offensive coordinator. Their new offensive coordinator is already in the building. So I kind of had a feeling that I didn't know it was going to be Mike Bobo. But, I mean, everybody already – I guess Georgia fans, a lot of people knew it was going to be somebody on the staff. But Mike Bobo, interesting hire. But let's get into the real meat of the podcast, the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, one of the best uh, – well, I mean, even last year went down to the wire. This yeah. one went down to the wire. So a really, really good um, showing from the teams. Uh, but, you know, I'm here to answer the question that everybody has over the weekend. Rihanna is pregnant. So there you go. I think she is pregnant also. Oh, she is for sure. I no, think so. No, she is. Oh, she posted it. I don't know if she did. I think her representatives came out and posted it. But Okay. I know. I, honestly, I've seen some stuff where people are – Loved it. I wasn't too impressed. I thought it like she's pregnant. She couldn't do a lot of stuff, but hey, people love her. It yeah. it, it averaged more views than the uh, actual game did. Yeah, but um, back to the game because that's what we're here to talk about. Um, very, very proud of Jalen. If you've oh, heard us, yes. we are huge Jalen fans. Love him. I'm, you know, uh, if you didn't watch, I don't know why you wouldn't. But if you didn't, the Chiefs won 38-35 on a last-second field goal. Well, uh, it was the Chiefs. It was the Eagles versus the Chiefs and the Zebras. Continue. Yeah. Uh, there were, I want, there were some we'll very bad that. calls. We'll, we'll get into that, that's for sure. Um, but great game on both sides. You know, uh, I do believe Patrick Mahomes was probably high as a kite on drugs <laughs> because there's no way – he could barely walk off the field at halftime, grimacing in pain, horrible, horrible, high ankle sprain. That's not yeah. just some. That's not just you know. Oh, you know, I bumped my ankle. That's a that's a. It requires surgery typically to go into the locker room, yeah. come out, and just be running around like eh, nothing happened. Uh, what apparently Andy Reid said the injury, like some plays, it it's like shooting a sharp pain up his leg, and then it. It lingers for like a couple minutes, then it goes away. I do think it helped him having a longer halftime, you know, yeah. 30 minutes or so. But, you know, congrats to the Chiefs. For me, this game came down to three plays. This game came down to the Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts played phenomenal. I mean, he literally probably played the best game of his life. He just made one mistake. Yeah. He fumbled. He tried. He was trying to switch arms with the ball to keep the ball on the outside arm. He fumbled, scooped, and scored. So, it's three plays. That play – the Kadarius Tony Mobile Native local shout out his huge punt return, longest punt return in NFL history, and then the phantom holding call on Juju Smith Schuster. And have you seen? So today's Valentine's Day, and I just saw this on the ride over here from work. Juju Smith comes out. I actually posted on. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, he comes out and just very disrespectful puts up. Uh, let, let me go to. Let me see if I can find it. Here we go. He, like a Valentine's Day yeah, card. Yeah, he wrote to Valentine's says, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. He says, I'll hold you even when it matters the most. And put a picture of uh, James Bradbury, the guy who got called for holding, kind of making fun of him. I didn't like it. Oh, there you go. I didn't like it. A.J. Brown comes out and eviscerates the guy. says, first of all, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. This is lame. You was on the way out of the league before Mahomes resurrected your career your one-year deal, TikTok boy. <laughs> he admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you you ever was that. I mean, come on, dude. Juju Smith, yeah. you're a joke. Um, yeah, and, and I have three plays also. 
the minor the the hold uh, the uh, the fumble excuse me by Jalen and Jalen I would say other than that he probably played a perfect just about as as close to a perfect game as you could play oh he's phenomenal uh, one of the best games by a quarterback in a long time overall um, and I mean oh, shoot let's just get into it. let's read this I'm gonna read his stats off real quick um, and if you look at it the 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 Eagles really beat the Chiefs in almost every major category. Plays, time of possession. Yeah, they did. Um, Jalen was way better than Mahomes. Um, the only difference I will say, Mahomes, so Kansas City's rushing attack was better. Surprising, yeah. Yeah, surprisingly. So, I'm going to say this wrong. Isaiah Pacheco. He's a dog. He hit very good. Yeah. For the Chiefs had 15 carries, 76 yards, rushing, one touchdown. The lead rusher, other than Jalen, for the Eagles – Seven carries, 21 yards, no touchdowns. And then Miles Sanders, their lead back, seven carries, 16 yards. So, Jalen was – he was the rushing attack. He was obviously the passing attack. That one play, man, that the the, the QB sneak was unstoppable. What are they running, like six or seven QB sneaks all night long? And they were <laughs> successful. They converted every – whether it was a first down or a touchdown. Um, Jalen played out of his mind – you know, he has nothing to hang his head about. You wish the rushing game could have given given him some more help. Um, but the the fumble and then really it was it was almost like I don't know if it was the same formation, but pretty much the same exact type of play to get the defender or the uh the receiver for the Chiefs wide open. They come in motion, yeah, yeah, yeah. stop, and then just run back. And the Eagles defender didn't even like they weren't watching him, they just as soon as they came in motion, they took off running to the other side of the field. All the receiver had to do was stop. I mean, good play design, but twice, twice, yeah. But you would think yeah, the Eagles, the defense, uh, laid an egg absolutely. Yeah, in the in the, in the second half, they stepped they up in the first them. half, but in the second they half, they scored every single possession of the second half, and that's great. What you brought up about the, you know, at the goal line. Basically, they were running cover zero, and that guy went into motion. They thought he was going to shoot across formation, so they took off and did push coverage. Safety rolled down, corner went to safety, and then they just stopped, and there was no, there was nobody over there. Give Andy Reid credit, Patrick Mahomes credit. The Eagles' defensive coordinator got a head coaching job today with the Cardinals. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. I, I don't, I just, and I, me and you say it. And I know we were texting each other, and. I do not understand why teams, if you're playing the Chiefs, double cover Travis Kelsey and please bring pressure on Mahomes. Especially if he's hobbled. He can run straight, and he did a couple times. He can run straight ahead, and that's what people say about Hogger's brain. You can run straight ahead, but side to side, getting out of harm's way, I don't know why they didn't blitz. Yeah, I don't. So Mahomes had 182 passing yards. Kelsey had 81 of those yards. Mahomes is very efficient. Yeah, very efficient. Um, but yeah, he, I, I do not understand the game previous that Mahomes got hurt in, yeah. and then in the Super Bowl, I, because if you look, Jalen was, um, they the Chiefs had a free runner, play after play after play, because eventually they just said, hey, we're just going to come after you. And he wasn't even hurt. I mean, Jalen escaped pressure several times. I just don't understand. I understand the Eagles have one of the best uh, pass rushes sack-wise coming into that game in the 
in NFL history, not just the NFL, NFL history. So they wanted to rely on those guys. But eventually you got to be like, look, we're not, you know, you're not trying to hurt Patrick, but it's also like, hey, you're out there hurt. If you're going to play, we're going to come after you. Why, why would you not? I would rather take my chances coming after and having a free rusher on a hobbled quarterback than not being able to get to him with four and him just having all day long to at least make him get rid of the ball fast. Right, and with there was a reason people didn't do it to the Chiefs in the past is because they had Tyreek Hill who could just run past anybody. Yeah, They don't have that guy. I mean, their no. best receiver is who? Juju? Yeah, Tony, in the maybe? Super Bowl, yeah, Juju, because I mean, the other guys were hurt. Those guys are not – they're not great. They're not world beaters. So, yeah, I mean, I would have manned it up and tried to, you know, at least try to put pressure on Patrick Mahomes and get him on the ground. I, I, Nick Sirianni, I think – I thought he called – he did a great – he had a great game. Going forward on fourth down, they knew that they had to possess the ball. Marquell, condolences, buddy. Yeah, I know you're probably going through it, but you said it best about the best way to stop Patrick Mahomes is to keep him on the sideline, and they did a phenomenal job at it. I did. I mean, I know at halftime they were winning by ten. I don't think anybody would have thought the Chiefs are going to score on every single possession they get in the second half. I mean, you can't win ball games like that. And they, but I'll say this: the Eagles are, and it's going to be a, kind of a shorter show today. But the Eagles are set up for success in the future. They got two first round picks this year. I mean. They got a Jalen Hurts. Is he gonna is he gonna get a huge contract and should have to get rid of some people? He absolutely should. To me, I think he solidified being a top five, and this is top five quarterback in the NFL with that performance. At least this year. I'm not. I don't yeah. know about next year. I mean, yeah, I don't think anybody would. That was a big time well, performance. People would disagree with you, but I don't think it's like far fetched. And I know you said I'm taking him over Lamar. I might after that performance. You got to. You got to. I mean, the biggest stage, the biggest performance. But, uh, but we're going to take a break real quick. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk more about the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about why there's a reason there was only one sack between both teams. Uh, but we'll get on into that on the other side of the break. All right, we're back. So, more Super Bowl talk. You know, coming into this game, Eagles, like we mentioned, one of the highest sack teams in NFL history. The Chiefs were no slouch either. Good. good good pass rush. There was only one sack total teams combined. And that and the one sack was Jalen just running out of bounds. They didn't really get to him. He just ran out of field to run. So not really a sack. So let's just say zero legit. I would I would say legit yeah, sacks. Um it, it infuriated me. Oh no, and let me go ahead and cue this up. Did I do that? That's for I don't know who's whether it's Roger Goodell, whether the NFL has their own grass expert or turf expert, or what I don't know who was in charge or the committee in charge of laying out the the it wasn't even good turf. Apparently or, that grass has been growing at Oklahoma State. Yeah. <laughs> but Short my issues. thing is so, so they said they were talking about it. It's a newer type. Yeah. Why would you – I just don't understand. Apparently, the Cardinals have been using that grass all year. That's what the Chiefs said when they played there the first game. It was terrible. Yeah, well, and that's the thing I was going to say. Like, this was a joke. Like, And I'm not making excuses. Oh, the Eagles, this is the real, why they lost. No, both, both ways. Both, both, both ways. teams played Absolutely. on it. Um, if you're – the Super Bowl, the biggest game of the season. Terrible. Why would you have it? 
like you said, the Chiefs played on it earlier in the season and had complaints that, hey, this was terrible. We were slipping and sliding. And and then they just hey, let's, let's use this for the Super Bowl all night long. You can go on Twitter. You can, you can find it. There was one video I watched, and it was a guy that broke down, and it just did it real fast, had this play, this play, this play, went through the whole entire game. I want to say it was a whole entire game, and it was like over. It was like twenty times or over twenty times, twenty plays that either the Eagles' pass rushers were falling, or the Chiefs' pass rushers were falling. Receivers were falling out of breaks. Running backs falling out of breaks. Offensive linemen were pulling and uh, slipping and couldn't make the block. Jalen Hurts on that last. Jalen Hurts. Uh, there was a couple of times Patrick Mahomes, and you know w- one of the things that was released was saying, "Oh, well, the halftime showed kind of." Hurt is like they were doing that in the first half. Jalen Hurts Absolutely. changed his cleats at least once, maybe twice in the first half to try to get better footing. It, it was just a joke. You don't want to see that in the Super Bowl. Um, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand what what they were thinking to to and, and then afterwards, you know, and the uh, both both sides were saying, yeah, this was the worst field I've ever played on. Uh, I think one of the Chiefs players, I want to say it was Frank Clark, he said it was it was trash. It was the worst field he's ever played on at any level. Yeah, and if I'm the NFL, if I'm Roger Goodell, I'm telling the Arizona Cardinals that you will not host a Super Bowl or anything of magnitude until you you get that under control. Honestly, that I mean, they shouldn't be allowed to play games on that. I mean, and I know you may think, well, y'all are just being, you know, harsh or whatever, being ridiculous. No, and I'm not saying that's why the Eagles lost, but both sides were affected. I mean, it's it was ridiculous. You would have thought you would have thought it was raining. They paid eight hundred was eight hundred thousand dollars. I saw eight hundred thousand dollars for that. I guess they paid Oklahoma State, but they paid eight hundred thousand dollars to have that brought there. They should get their money back. I mean, it was atrocious. But, like we said, it was a very, very, very good game. Both offensive lines played great. And we got a question here. We're going to put this on TikTok a little later. Hey, quick quick plug. Make sure you're following us on TikTok, Instagram. Yeah, we're going viral. Twitter. I mean, we're putting <laughs> – hey, one day. We're putting out really good content. I mean, we're getting thousands of views. And, you know, we want to interact with people. We love when people comment. And interact back and forth. So make sure you're following us on social media. Timmons Corner Sports Talk. I mean, we're putting out good stuff. Yeah, and I want to address. We hadn't. We mentioned it. But we hadn't. I hadn't commented on it much. The holding penalty oh, okay. to end the game. Not to end the game, but I mean, uh, theoretically, yes, pretty much end the game. And I'm not going to sit here. And even the Eagles play, players would are, would say, you know, one play doesn't uh, determine a whole game. And I agree with that. I don't think that call determine the entire outcome. There's a lot of variables. Uh, you know, Jalen fumble, there's this and that. But I won't say it was one of the worst calls in the Super Bowl because I would say by the book probably was a hold by the book. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of by the book calls that never get called especially in a situation like that like and what did, what for me he was when it occurred he was like literally right at the line of scrimmage or within like a yard or two there's so much hand fighting 
in every single NFL games and grabbing the offensive player, grabbing the defensive player, grabbing within two to three yards of the line of scrimmage. Yeah. That I thought it was a a ticky tack call that you don't call that because, like I said, there's so players do it all the time, every single game right. within a right at the line of scrimmage. And the ball was five yards over his head and six, seven yards past him. Yeah. He wasn't getting to that. There's no way he was getting to that. And I think Dan Orlovsky said it best. I, I love him. He said, in in sports, the referees set the tone of the game, and they had not been calling. They were letting them play the entire game. And so they set that tone. Of course, you know, I mean, if you're being technical, like, well, you know what, his hand was on him, and you did see the jersey. Okay, but the referee set the tone of the game. So you shouldn't then. You haven't called it all game. You haven't called nothing like that all game. And then literally the biggest play of the game. Because if they don't call that, it's 39. Chiefs kick a field goal, go up three. Jalen Hurts and, gets the ball back with a minute 40. And it stopped 40. the clock. And it stopped. That's what I'm saying. He gets the ball back with a minute 40. And a timeout. Right. And we, or, or maybe two timeouts. Right. They would have had no, at least one. Have one timeout. Yeah. yeah. You played baseball pretty much your whole life. And it's like this. Everybody knows what the strike zone is. But you know early on in the game, okay, this umpire is calling him inside. Or he's not calling him inside, not calling him inside. And if he's consistent all game, and then the bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, two outs, he wants to call one inside and he had not been calling him inside all game? That's that's what it was like. People would have been pissed. And that's kind of what it I – mean, to me, that's what it's like. You haven't been calling it all game, so why do you call it? I think the Eagles got screwed. Yeah, it was it was a bad call, especially in that situation. Um, but again, I'm not saying I know Heath's not saying that that one call determined the entire outcome of the game. It but it was it, it did affect, I mean, it affect it. Yeah, but you just you cannot make that call. I agree in that situation, especially like you said, they've been letting other stuff go all game long, and then you're going to decide Super Bowl on the line under two minutes. All right, now I'm going to make the call. I did see, and it. And this guy played for the Patriots, so it makes sense he makes this kind of statement. I was watching ESPN, and it made total sense. The Chiefs had white jerseys on, white uniforms. The DB had black gloves. He should have been wearing white gloves. The guy, the Patriots guy, said he should have been wearing white gloves. That yeah. way you can't really tell if the jersey's <laughs> pulled. He said because he had on black gloves, so you could tell the jersey was being pulled more. Got to be slick like that. They got to be slick. Is that a Patriots player said that? Well, a, a former Patriots player. Some guy Leave that gets on uh, former Patriot. The, the show Get Up. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. I, I just started laughing when he said I'm like, I'm like, oh, this guy, cheating joker. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this, and this kind of just for fun because this hardly ever happens. You know, Jalen played better than anybody else on the field, I would say. Um, as far as – especially because I know Mahomes had some incredible plays, especially with a hurt ankle, but he had – all day to throw. Um, Jalen, especially in the second half, was, like you said, they, they decided, hey, we're just going to come after you. We're going to send one more than you can block, and he was constantly having to throw under pressure yeah. or run out of pressure and make a play. And I don't know if this has ever happened. You, we should have researched to, to find it. But should Jalen – has has an MVP ever been announced – for a player on the losing team, and if not, or it, should it this should this have been the first time with Jalen? It has happened. I think Skip Bayless said something about some Cowboys guy did it like way back in the day. But I will say this: they're not gonna, they won't let it happen. Just it's 
it's unprecedented. They're going to give it to the you know the other plus. The it's like team. what player would want it, right? After just losing. But to me, so this is how I view it. If no, if somebody didn't watch football and they had no clue, you bring somebody from Mars, an alien, or you bring somebody that just literally doesn't watch football, and you say, "Watch this game," and you tell me who the best player on the field was. I think every single person. It, most of the time it's quarterback. So if you say which quarterback's better, which player was better in this game, this game, just this game, I think every person would have said Jalen Hurts. The man threw for three hundred. He threw for three hundred plus yards. He had a touchdown. Fifteen carries, seventy yards, three rushing touchdowns. I think didn't he tie the all time touchdown all-time record rushing, in, sub, rushing, in the Super Bowl? Rushing for any any position, yeah, yeah rushing touchdowns. Touchdown. Now, he did have the careless – he did have that one fumble. So, I guess, you know, Patty put up good numbers, 182 for three touchdowns. He did have 44 yards rush, so it's impressive. But I do think Jalen Hurts could have had a legit argument. I definitely think he was the best player, especially the best quarterback that was in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I think he was the best player um, overall. And I don't think it's a debate. I, I really don't. No, no, no. being the best player. And – because and also you got to think the way I also look at MVP, most valuable is if you take take the player out of the equation, how valuable are they to that team? Because you know most valuable player MVP. If you take Jalen out of the game, you take Mahomes out of the game. In that that game, who is hurt more? To me, it's the Eagles because he had some open throws, but a lot of times it was tight coverage. He was hitting guys, like you said. Kelsey is open like all the time. The the all receivers, their guys are, all their guys are all open the all the time. Two of his touchdowns were the plays you were talking about with the motion. Yeah. there wasn't nobody within ten yards of these guys. Yeah. So to me, it's Jalen. Um, but again, you know, like you said, they're not going to give it to an losing uh, a player. Yeah, I don't think they should. But I mean, team. it's a it's a good debate. Um, it is and. I hope they get back there next year. I'd love to see Jalen get him. I would love to see him gotten it Sunday. Jalen versus Tua for the Super Bowl. <laughs> if well, Tua can make it through a season. Yeah, if he can. He might be coming in on a wheelchair. Um, but just out of curiosity, Super Bowl commercial, what was your favorite? Oh, I tell you what, I uh, – Oh, <laughs> sorry. I guess. <laughs> I, I liked a – I did like the one that it showed people, like, fighting, and then it said, you know, Jesus loves them. Jesus, you know, hate, loved people that hated him. I, I, I enjoyed that one. But I, I can't say there was one that just, like, caught my eye, per se. But if I had to pick one, I'd pick that one. You got one? Yeah, I, I, I mean that one obviously, but then the the I know, that, that was a, that was the Tubi, the Tubi. Oh commercial. yes, yes that 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 was. I know it, it got that was that it was really because it wasn't funny, but it was it grabbed your attention. Well, I was sitting, I was sitting next to Courtney, Courtney, and I think John, and so the kids are always grabbing remotes and jacking around with the TV. And I was at Mr. <laughs> Jeff's house, my father-in-law. And, dude, when it was going on, so if you didn't see it, you need to look it up. It's a 2B commercial. Basically, the guys that were calling the game comes on there and is like, you know, we got a great game going on, partner. This is blah, blah. And then it goes, like, to the app store, and it's going to a different – and I was like, whoa, whoa. I was like, whoa, who? what kid has the remote right now? I was looking around. And then I was like, wait a second. 
And it was a great yeah, commercial. Yeah, it was a good commercial. What what I was laughing about a minute ago, have you seen the video? I'm sure there's a bunch, but I only saw one. It was a bunch of Eagles fans in the living room watching the game. Oh, the dude starts punching the TV. <laughs> and he had, I guess he had like a water bottle or something. And I guess he placed like a ton of money on the game. And as soon as they kick that field goal, he just slings it. And you see a big <laughs> hole put in the TV. He just starts punching it. Yeah, you don't know. And they're sitting there. Pulls it's it just off the wall. A, yeah, throws it on the ground. And his friends are like, it's just a game, man. You don't understand. I got so much money on this game. You don't understand. <laughs> so, man, don't gamble I, on a game. I love when the videos with, and it's not just Eagles fan. It's everybody of a fan when you, their team loses and they rip the TV all out of the wall and throw it outside and start kicking it and punching, I'm just like, man, it ain't that serious. But I guess if you if you put a bunch of money on it and you well, just I would think, hey, if if you I'd probably be punching my you, TV too. If you just put lost a bunch of money, I wouldn't be ruining my TV. You have to buy. You don't have the money to buy another one. <laughs> but uh, I guess it's the least of their problems. Yeah, I guess. Hopefully, it's not they jeopardizing. They're gonna have the power. Yeah, they don't they have the power the, getting the power shut off. So let me ask you this real quick, and we'll move on to a quick, quick little topic to end the show. So this is the Chiefs' second Super Bowl um, in the last three years. They've yes, yes they've been. I don't know the last second Patrick, Super Bowl in the Patrick last. Patrick Mahomes has been a starter for five years. Yeah. So, yeah. so Patrick Mahomes has been a starter for five years. They have been to the Super Bowl three of the last. Four years. Yep. I want to. They beat the 49ers, then lost to the Bucks, yep. then and the Rams, the Bengals. Then they, so they won two of the last four. Are the Chiefs in the midst of a dynasty, like the Patriots were for so long? Are they the yeah. Chiefs in the midst of a dynasty? I really have no clue where, what your answer is going to be, but I'm actually going to say yes, and here's why. I think I'm going to go just since Patrick Mahomes has been a starter. He's been a starter the last five years. Since he's been a starter, they've been to the conference championship each of the last five years. So they've been a top four team in the league each of the last five years. They've been to the Super Bowl, like you said, the last uh, three times in five years. They've won the Super Bowl twice in five years. I think, and the reason I say it's a dynasty, and this is this is a great stat. There was three, the top three teams that had the most rookies play this year were the Bears, the Texans, and the Chiefs. They had a ton of rookies playing on the defensive side. They have 12 draft picks coming up in this next year's draft. So they're not going to slow down anytime now. Patrick Mahomes is only making $30 million a year against the cap. So that means you can put great players around him. I do think that they're that this is a we're in the midst of of a Chiefs dynasty, and, and I can't see it slowing down anytime soon. Yeah, I, I think they are because, uh, really, of all the reasons you just said, I don't need to repeat them. Um, and, Pat, I mean, he's – and I'll kind of add a two-part question to this. Part of their dynasty revolves – or I would not – most of their dynasty revolves around Patrick Mahomes. He's only 27 years old. How many more high-level, not just being in the league, but playing at a high-level – how many more years do you think he has? Ooh, Lord have mercy. He's 27. He's already won two MVPs, two Super Bowls, so me, two Super Bowl MVPs. Let me – my friend just sent me this, so, like, literally just sent it to me. So, I hadn't had a chance to fact check this, but it looks pretty accurate. So, we're going to go with it. So, we had the debate about who's the GOAT – or is, is Mahomes 
on his way to GOAT status if he wins this game. We is had, this what him and Tom was at the same age? Yeah. Oh, it's not even – yeah, it's not even – Okay, Go so my friend just sent this to me. Patrick Mahomes at age 27, Tom Brady at age 27. Patrick Mahomes, two rings. Brady, two rings. Mahomes, five Pro Bowls. Brady, two Pro Bowls. Mahomes, two Super Bowl MVPs. Brady, two Super Bowl MVPs. It usually goes to the quarterbacks anyway. Right. Um, 192 touchdowns for Mahomes, 97 touchdowns for Brady. Two MVPs for Mahomes, none for Brady. 49 interceptions Mahomes, 52 interceptions Brady. One offensive player of the year Mahomes, none for Brady. The the touchdowns and yardage is incredible. Uh, So the yardage, 24,241 yards for Mahomes at age 27. 13,919 yards for Brady. Two first-team All-Pro for Mahomes. None for Brady. So two MVPs for Mahomes. Yeah, I got yeah, two MVPs for Mahomes, none for Brady at age twenty seven. So Mahomes is either tied so they're tied in two categories, two rings, two Super Bowl MVPs by age twenty seven. Every other category, Mahomes is destroying him. Destroying him. So he's definitely on his way to GOAT status. So it was going to take him a while to get there. So that kind of how how long how much longer do you think he will be able to play at a high level? Oh man, that, that's a great question. And I think uh, I think you said it best. He's definitely on the track to goat status. It's literally just about how long he can play. Right now, I so he's twenty seven. I can give him I'm gonna say 10, 10 to thirteen years. So until he's forty. He can play at a high level. And I think if he does play in, at a very high level till he's 40, I think he could get – so that would be 13 seasons. I get, He could get four more Super Bowls, maybe five. So five more Super Bowls would give him seven like Tom. Yeah, I'm going to say – because anything's hard to predict, but especially a violent sport like football. Obviously, we saw his. he hurt his ankle, you know um, – How's that going to impact? It's going to be about how they draft and build around him. Yeah, how's that going to impact? It's going to yeah injuries and all that stuff. But a high, I mean, I could see when he's twenty seven. I could see. I don't know if he'll get the four. It's just so hard to get to forty. Football's such a violent sport. You know, I could see another eight to ten years of high, and that's throwing in an injury or two here or there. Because also, as we've seen in the playoffs. It's not just his mobili- mobility. If his mo- he can do it with just his arm, you know. Um, he's special. When he's special, when his when his mobility starts to dwindle, when he starts getting older, you know, older and uh, air quote older for football years. But when he starts getting older, he still has the arm talent that will last. Will take him through many, many more years. So Aaron Rodgers is forty, ain't he? And he just I won the last two MVPs. So he just turned 40? 39, 40. He's, he's right at 40, I believe. You you don't think he could go till what Aaron Rodgers is doing? I think – no, I, I, he, I think he can, but I'm also trying to account for – which you can't account for, but I'm also trying to think of he might get injured here or there. Um, now, if, if Andy Reid is his head coach for the next 10 years, I think he's going to obliterate Brady's records. Every single one, of, and we, we were to, and this guy was hitting us up. I think it was either TikTok or Instagram talking about how he'll never catch Brady's passing yards never. and touchdowns. That to me made no sense. I understand that Brady played till he's forty five, and he's quote unquote retired right now. Probably going to try to come out of retirement, and pull a Brett Favre. 
But you read the stats. Patrick Mahomes is just – he's destroying every stat every year that, you know, at the same age, Patrick Mahomes is destroying it. So, yeah, I think he definitely can catch Yeah, it. what he had, like 100 more touchdowns at age 27 than Brady. He it has was, yeah, 190 11,000 11, more yards than – so that's what, two seasons? Actually, maybe a little over two seasons worth yeah. of um, – so it'd be interesting to watch. Um, we'll have to see how it goes. So I'm going to move to our last, I won't say topic. We're just going to kind of mention it, talk about it for a few minutes to wrap up the show. So um, it's kind of hard to keep up with basketball, especially college basketball, because there's so many games going on. We'll and do better now that the football's over. Yeah, and it's, football is one game a week. Basketball is, you know, you could have multiple games in a week. But um, So it just came out. Alabama is ranked number one in basketball for the first time since the 2002 and 2003 basketball season. Yeah, congratulations to Alabama being ranked number one. Now, don't go out uh, tomorrow night against Tennessee and lay an absolute egg. Yeah. That's going to be a very tough game. I wouldn't be surprised they lose. But, Nate Oates, man, and, you know, we just started our show around this time. I actually think it was like – this may be like a one-year anniversary. I think actually my birthday, I think it's when we started last year. So we that, should have done a one-year giveaway. I know. Hey, I, we may have a special <laughs> guest coming on next Thursday on our birthday. Well, uh, so we'll we're going to tease that a little bit. But let me get back to that. We were very hard on Nate Oates last year. He's responded this year. Yeah. He's got a tremendous talent on the team. Just this, so deep. Let me ask you this, because they just gave him a huge contract. For what? What was it like next? I think it was through like 2029. 20, yeah. They just gave him a big extension. It wasn't as stupid as the John Calipari lifetime contract. Yeah. Do you do you agree? Because it just seems like in any sport, somebody a coach that maybe has been maybe a little above average, but not way you know not just blowing out of the water. If he's if he starts off a year or he has one year that he's just like yeah. great. Like, oh, let's lock him up. Like Michigan State, Mel Tucker, what was that, a year or two ago, had a great season. Let's give him a 10-year contract. And in the very next year, they were terrible. Um, do you agree with the huge extension they gave him? No, I, you know, that, that is a great question. I really wish that they would have waited till after the season. Because, so, he had a great – they won the SEC two years ago and went to the Sweet 16. Last year, they wasn't as good. They got bounced in the first round. To me, it should be about how you do in the SEC – like standings, of course. I th- they're going to finish number one this year. And more so, how you do in the NCAA tournament, to me. I would have liked if they waited. Now, if Bama goes to the Final Four, first time ever, sure, give him. That's a, you know, it's a steal. But if they get bounced in the first or second round this year, you know, are you going to be looking at, okay, well, we can do good in the regular season and then come tournament time when it actually counts, you know, we're not going to be very good. But – I mean, hey, listen, he's done better than probably any other co- any coach that I can remember in my lifetime. Yeah, they've uh, tons of talent. That what do you bra- think? Uh, I mean, I, I'm like you. I wish they would have waited. Um, but I mean, I wasn't like, oh, this is terrible. It's just you got to see because he's going to lose. He's going. Brandon Miller's going to leave. Clowney, Clowney, Quinterly. My, yeah, um, Clowney could be a one and done. Probably will be just because he's. Big and could be, be Bradley, stretch four, Jaden Bradley. Yeah, yeah, he's been turning. He's gonna around. lose a lot of guys. Um, Brandon Miller's, he's definitely going. He's yeah. he's <laughs> he's phenomenal. Six nine can shoot the ball. Um, he's 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 absolutely phenomenal. But that ends our show for tonight. Um, we appreciate y'all sticking around with us. Hey, don't forget to check us out 
on TikTok, Instagram. We're going to be putting some of the stuff out that uh, we talked about tonight on those platforms. So y'all check it out. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Music. We might not. We're not doing an episode next week, are we? Yeah, I'm going to be on vacation in Gatlinburg. Come and find me. I have a booth set up. Not really. What? <laughs> you know how these people go to the booth, go to uh, conferences and set up a booth, have the fans come meet them? Oh, okay. Yeah. Have a booth. Yeah. I'm going to have I a booth set up. Yeah. No, but I will, I will be in Gatlinburg. Do not come find me, please. That'd be weird. But uh, yeah, we won't have a show next week. Planning on getting a surprise guest, a special guest yeah. uh, for y'all. So y'all, y'all uh, be on the lookout for that. Follow us, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you. See you.